This is Sabrina Monarch, and this is a show about spiritual lifestyle and personal evolution. I'm an evolutionary astrologer, and I started this podcast to signal boost inspiring and electric ideas to help you deepen your connection with spirit and evolve on your own personal journey. This episode is a brief meditation that I channeled this morning for Global Utopia. If you have ever practiced meditation or visualization for yourself, this is a version of that, except manifesting something for the collective. You know how powerful it has been to familiarize your own frequency with something that you've desired to receive. To receive more love, you've had to deepen your cup, deepen your capacity to feel, deepen your allowance within yourself to feel love. So if you are a cell of the collective, a cell of the whole, and you deepen your faith, your visualization, your feeling of utopia, you're helping do that for us all. So before we get into this meditation, I'll share a little bit of preview Um, for some thoughts that may support this journey and then go into the short meditation. I got the inspiration to invite us into a meditation of utopia. And the reason for doing this Um, is that we can consider in the same way that when we send a text message, that data is moving through the air to transmit to another person's phone. When we have thoughts, when we visualize things, we also send those things out as frequencies into the collective. Many of you may already be interested in visualization. Maybe you've utilized visualization to manifest things in your own life. This is a practice we can do when we have maybe even like a conversation, a difficult conversation we want to have with a loved one. We imagine it in our minds before it happens so that we're more prepared. Maybe we imagine you know, the best possible outcome. Maybe we imagine the problems that we can troubleshoot for and the solutions that we would have. Maybe before giving a speech um, or a presentation, we imagine it going really well before it even happens so that we walk into that experience with that programming in us of confidence because we've already imagined our success. So visualization can be a manifestation technique for personal things. And when it comes to the collective and wanting to manifest something for a greater good for the collective, everyone has their own unique part to play, right? There's a difference between direct action and doing something 
in the world or in the political sphere. We're in community organizing and thoughts and prayers. And sometimes the thoughts and prayers are um, really dismissed as something not valuable. But let's think holistically about it and think about how you want to inhabit space on this planet in a moment-to-moment way. What kind of energy you want to be bringing to this planet? Would a meditation, would a visualization of who you want to be not help you step into that version of yourself? On a bigger scale, would a visualization of what you want the world to be like not be helpful for our collective shared airwaves? So one of the things about some higher beings like angels, the literature will often tell us that angels don't intervene in our lives unless we ask. So when we pray, we make room for the divine. When we create ritual, um, Carolyn Casey in her book, Making the Gods Work for You, says that when we create a ritual space, when we create an altar when we create some kind of ceremony, that's a cue to the gods of, hey, we would like your help. And so the help rushes in. I want to offer this meditation and this spirit that we cannot visualize necessarily people having a change in their hearts and minds and forcing that upon them. So just because we visualize um, like the one that comes to mind right now is a position who, a person who's in a high position of power, who is working in an industry that is harming the earth. What if they had a change of heart and started to shift their business around in such a way that it became more equitable or, you know, that they were working with green technology instead of oil, or they were paying their workers better or like, Whatever it is you want to imagine, someone in a high position of power wielding that power better, right? We can visualize that, and visualizing that doesn't make it happen. What it does do is flood the collective airwaves with the potentiality for that to happen. So let's say that you were. Um, in a difficult process, like you felt like you were in a narrow tunnel, you were working with a problem that was really difficult for years. And at one point you had an epiphany and you saw the light, so to say, and you, um, you changed your situation. What I want to suggest is that that was not a purely personal phenomenon, that when you had that epiphany, you were tapping into a collective field where other beings who have been in similar situations to you, whether literally or archetypally, also had a moment of seeing the light. So when you have an ecstatic moment, you are not just having a private ecstatic moment, you are tapping into collective ecstasy. Um, All beings across space and time who have had the emotion of ecstasy. And when you feel into that, you're feeling into that collective field. So I want us to think about for the sake of this meditation and for your continued practice of visualization, if this is something that you choose to take on, think about 
the frequencies that you're choosing to boost and add gravity to. So when we visualize things like utopia, we're not forcing utopia. What we're doing is seeding that thought form out into the collective and making it easier for beings who are on the tipping point, who are on the precipice to connect with that energy that you laid out, that energy that you boosted its frequency of. If you're thinking that this doesn't matter or that this is kind of silly, maybe this isn't for you. Maybe this is appealing to people that that know that this is real and that this works. For anyone who has a really strong connection to spirit, if you've paved that prayer space or that meditative space over and over and over again, you actually carry an auric frequency that probably other people pick up on. People say that you have a calming presence or that they feel better around you, or they like the way that they feel around you, right? So that energy that you've collected day in and day out through your spiritual practices have actually created something that other people pick up on. That's what I'm talking about. So there's plenty of um, fear, right, in the collective, and a lot of people receiving news about terrible things that are happening to the environment or in governments and people being really upset about that. And that's also adding content to the shared collective mind. So if you take the time to become a radio tower, to cultivate a frequency of warmth and love and utopia inside of your consciousness and you radiate that out, you're strengthening that channel for other beings to tune into as well. So that's what we're about to do as we get into this meditation. So to start, let's take a few deep breaths with an audible out-breath. So breathe in through your nose and an audible out-breath through your mouth. Now, if there are any noises in your environment, like there are in mine, just notice them. Notice the texture of the physical space that you're in, how the air feels on your skin. If it feels good to you, close your eyes. And start to do a light body scan. Scanning for sensations in your physical body. Just noticing them. See if you can resist the desire to judge them or to feel that there is something to fix. Just notice what's happening inside of your vessel.
Begin to notice your spine and bring yourself into an upright seated position and feel the integrity of your spine. Like your spine is a a scepter or some kind of wand, um, but it's this powerful channel of electricity rooting you in your sits bones and your tailbone to your seat, to the earth, and then extending up towards your crown as a point of receptivity for messages from all across the cosmos. And now tune into your tailbone, tune into your sits bone, your connection with the earth below you and feel the weight of gravity holding you down to earth, holding you down like an embrace, keeping you connected to this planet, keeping you on the ground instead of flying out into space. Think of this magnetism as the magnetism of lovers who cannot stand to be apart. Think of the love between the earth as it hurls ceaselessly around the sun, never wanting to get any farther away than it does. And though these bodies may be distant, the earth and the sun have found a way to collaborate. The earth's atmosphere has developed in such a perfect fashion as to maintain a perfect temperature on this planet. And Earth developed its biological processes such that it can take the light radiating endlessly, generously from the sun and turn it into these beautiful plants and flowers. And how organisms have developed on this planet that are in conversation with these plants and that there's this whole vibrant earth community that is fed ultimately by the sun. So as you think about your connection to the earth and what's holding you down to the ground, think of this exquisite masterpiece of the creativity of the universe such that it's even possible for you to be alive. Now imagine a cord from the base of your spine descending below you into the earth, down, down, down into the core of the earth. And feel your organic nature your squishy, watery, earthy self that is made of the same material as many other organic things. 
on this planet, that you are earth and that there is no separation between you and this earth. And as you feel these roots unfurl below you, deepening your intimacy on this planet, like a flower that opens up towards the sun, bring your energy to the crown, your crown, the top of your head, and feel into your receptivity towards the cosmos, your own signal radio dish. There's now a ball of light swirling above your head. Beautiful golden light. And as you breathe in, this light fills all the cells in your body. At the same time that Whatever you no longer need sinks through your roots, is taken in by the earth and transmuted into matter that can become life again. And these roots are also drawing up nutrients. And then there is light descending through your cells from the top of your head. So every which way there is support, there is vibrancy. See if you can begin to spin this ball of light above your head. And as you spin it, see if you can add beautiful images to it. Maybe flowers or symbols or music. Offer it anything beautiful, anything luscious. These could be colors, sensations. Name them out loud if you'd like to focus them and build the most beautiful possible spinning orb of light above you. Now call to mind what your vision of utopia is. Are there certain circumstances, certain images? That utopia is to you. Maybe it's a thriving bee population. Maybe it's no more pollution. Maybe it's clean crystalline oceans. Maybe it's a collective love between all members of humanity. Maybe it's a global awakening. Imagine the most beautiful possible circumstances and images and add them to this spinning ball of light above your head.
when you're ready, picture this ball growing bigger and beginning to emit a frequency. Maybe it has a color. Begin to picture it undulating or moving through the planet. Picture different landscapes that it is moving across. Maybe you picture a scene in black and white or something that looks desolate and you're sending light to it. You're sending energy from this ball of light and utopia and watching it turn a black and white scene into technicolor. Watching everything in the presence that meets this light thrive. And as this energy covers the whole globe, you can see this globe like a much bigger version of that ball of light you had imagined above your head. Now this frequency of utopia is surrounding the entire planet. And now you may begin to come back to this moment by feeling the sensations in your body again, maybe putting your hand on your heart. Feeling your fingers and toes. And remembering as you open your eyes and come back to this room, that you have the power to channel a frequency and send it to the whole globe. And that you're not forcing this frequency on anyone, but you're simply making it more available. How many people would like to feel happiness? right? How many people would like a breakthrough? All you're doing is making this energy more accessible. Like a fruit tree and growing and plumping these ripening fruits making them more visible, more accessible, more alluring. Anytime you want to come back to this practice, revise it a little bit and make it your own, you can also channel and draw this energy into yourself.
Picture this light and vibrancy growing inside of you. This universal, infinite energy that you have access to channeling, filling up your vessel and your spirit. Notice how other people may notice the change within you and feel a curiosity in themselves about that energy. Maybe they're inspired, maybe they're triggered. Whatever it is, they're getting the signal. You're sending your signal out, increasing its power, and making it available to anyone who's ready to take that leap. We are all connected. Your awakening is our awakening. Thank you for channeling this beautiful energy for the globe. 